Welcome to Chatman and Robin. I'm Max Peterson. And I'm Bird. Bird, is it alright to have sex with corpses? Oh my god. Sorry, that's right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. You're such a jackass. Hope you've had your coffee, Uh, folks. Um Alright, yeah, we we're not gonna cover that right off the bat. We gotta ease our It's too late. We are we're already here. We have to ease balls deep already. Just like getting into a cold, stiff corpse, you've gotta Mm. ease into that. We can't just lube it up. We can't just shoot our load right off the top. (laughs) Oh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today, folks, as you can probably surmise. Um, but let's not start there. We'll get there because oh, today we're going to touch boy. on two enormous taboos because of an interesting conversation Bird and I had this morning while making breakfast. Um, wow. Wh- <laughs> 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 when you put it like that. A little bit of insight into the lives of mm. <laughs> uh, mm. Max and Bird. Two very warped um, individuals. What, what did we have for breakfast, by the way? I was really proud of breakfast today. Uh, I felt coconut it turned, flour pancakes. Oh, I felt it turned out really, really mm. good. So good. Why I was we... like dreaming about them. That's what? why I suggested them. I was dreaming about pancakes. <laughs> what what made us do that for the first time? Why did we get all that coconut flour and stuff? Because we Oh, it was for those um protein cupcakes. Oh. And um then and we made we like the worst um, cake in the world with it. Is that oh also? My God. So okay. Uh, I don't know about worst. It was Highest delicious. calorie cake it was maybe I've ever delicious. fucking had. <laughs> so we got the coconut flour for like a health food kick, which turned out to be like secretly a really bad for us food kick. Well, no, it. Oh, we got him for something that was totally like a legit, legit good the idea. Cupcakes. And then I was like, we have so much fucking coconut flour. Coconut flour. What else can you make with this? And that is that what led, led us to the, the cake. cake. The uh, people haven't. I don't think people have heard that story unless they are on our social media. Oh, that's but. True. So we made some uh, we made some coconut flour chocolate cupcakes, which were delicious, and they were very high in protein. German chocolate cherry. cupcakes, right? German chocolate cherry cupcakes. Yeah, I think so. Too, yeah. yeah. So those were really good, and they were black forest cake. That's the they were one. really really high in protein, and we were like both lifting super hard and you know getting on a real health kick. So coconut flour is you know it's we 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 decided to both go gluten free. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, like the amount of protein was like amazing. So we're like, shit, we have tons of coconut flour left. So Bird looked up a chocolate cake recipe. Uh, I went to Pinterest, you know. The source of all factual the, information yeah. on the on the internet. Um, but we got a recipe for a chocolate cake, which we made. And when we... Gluten-free chocolate cake. With avocado frosting. Like right. the avocado frosting was amazing. It actually was really But good, when yeah. you... We went on like a, a nutrition counter and broke it down by ingredient. And the cake... <laughs> Per slice, and keep in mind, a slice is probably they the size like, yeah. of like two human fingers. Uh, we'll get Quite to that scary. later on, <laughs> measuring food by fingers. No, but um, two human fingers, about the size of... It was it, like, yeah, I don't know, it, like, it, like a, a, a quarter... two-inch width And like slice. maybe three inches long, like very small, like a tidbit, was like... 800, 900 calories. Trinity is snoring. Yeah, we just went to the dog park and she's going crazy. I know. Oh, oh. But yeah, so the, the whole cake was how many calories? Oh my God. I don't even remember. It was like 600 calories a slice. So Six, yeah, over for, 600 For a tiny, tiny slice. I think I still have the... No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway. It doesn't matter enough. But we, uh, yeah, so I looked up this, what other things you can do with coconut flour that don't have, you know, 10,000 calories per 
um, and we came up, we found this coconut flour recipe. Oh, on, we should uh, post it. It's girl versus dough or girl. Ver- it's either girl versus flour or girl versus dough.com. And it was really good. Uh, yeah, I'll post, we'll post the recipe, me, the link, whatever. Talk about them for a second. I'll write the link. Down. Um, so they're basically just coconut flour and eggs and a little bit of sugar. And is there any vanilla or anything in there? No, it's just um, coconut flour. And we it, there's usually sugar, but we ran out of sugar. And we, sti- we uh, like total hipsters, we used baking stevia today <laughs> instead. Boy, yeah. I was not wearing nearly enough tweed. To well, we also those. got that huge bag of stevia for those fucking muffins or <laughs> cupcakes. Yeah, cupcakes. That's true. So we had to use that <laughs> stuff up. Um, we have the most hipster cupboard in the world right now. And a totally empty refrigerator. Totally. Paydays for air. Um, yeah, so they're, do they kind of remind me of like French toast? Kind of. Because yeah, they're they kind of so have eggy. that flavor. Yeah. Um, but they're super dense and they're. Um, I think they're kind of fluffy. The ones we made today, when they I, like, I feel like they kind of crumbled when you cut into them, but like in a good way. I, I would just say they're like they're denser. Yeah, they have a totally different, not totally different, but mm. different texture than pancakes. Yeah, they they feel denser to me, and they are kind of spongy. Oh, they're so good. Uh, yeah, but they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll post the link to the recipe because everybody should try and make this. And if you, you know, if you are kind of a hipster or if you're just inherently a douchebag, you probably already have the things you need to make them. Uh, they're oh man, and uh, I'm really glad. People are always surprised because I buy eggs five dozen at a time, and they're like, "What do you need that many eggs for?" I eat four every morning, and when I make these coconut flour pancakes, double the recipe by the way, because the recipe yeah, is definitely not enough. So I I double it every time I make it. And, it uses eight eggs. <laughs> it's like when I used to make gelato and you use 10 eggs. I think a batch of gelato you know is what, either though? 10 or a dozen. Yeah. You say it doesn't make enough, but I ate two this morning. I ate four and I, I felt... We have a whole thing of them left over. That's the point. Well, yeah, if you want leftovers, <laughs> double your recipe. We always want leftovers, though, because they're That's actually true. really they're good so cold, good. too. They're delicious cold. I was just munching on some. You don't need anything on them either. You don't need butter or syrup because they're super rich. Um, and they're naturally kind of sweet too. Well, the fucking amount well, of stevia. Stevia, I put in there. but I mean that coconut flour is kind of sweet on its own. Mm-hmm. And the coconut oil—that's also that's in there. true. It's like coconut yeah. overload. If you don't like coconut, don't make these. Or, yeah, <laughs> if you're allergic to coconut, <laughs> no go. All right. Well, uh, we're recording this on November first. It'll be the second when it it's comes. My mother's out birthday today. It Happy is. birthday, mom. Yeah, I hope she didn't listen to this, I given know. how we opened the episode. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Karina, we gave you a birthday shout-out. Why don't you give this one a spin? Oh boy. Good morning. Welcome to... Yeah. No. So maybe not so much. But uh, last night was Halloween, All Hallows mm. Eve. What did we do? We, <laughs> tell me. we did not go out. Oh, what? Like, I know. We talked about it, and then we just had no money. <laughs> Yeah, we, do we that ran sort out of, of thing. funds completely. Where did all our money go? Was it the, are we still like tanked from the wedding or did we do a bunch of like crazy mm. stuff that I don't remember? Or did it all so. go I'm to thinking... dumplings? Maybe. Oh my God, the <laughs> amount of money. Walk and roll is in business right now because of us. We just discovered mm-hmm. them. And... It's not that we don't have money. It's that rent is right. today. Yeah, that's true. So all it's right. a big chunk of change. So what did we do last night? I got off work at 10. You got off work at 10. Um, I ordered dinner around mm, 9 o'clock, 9, 10 maybe, and then went and picked it up and then came and got you. Uh-huh. 
Um, we ordered from Walk and Roll, which is the best little Chinese, Chinese restaurant in the world. Oh, it's um, so fucking good. <laughs> two it's orders of too. dumplings and mm, some plain lo mein. Dumplings. Yeah. And uh, came and got you, and then mm. we ran to Walmart and got a mix of six. And we found mix out, of six. We found out from the uh, extremely helpful person who checked us out that uh, if you're in Michigan listening to this, your local Walmart probably sells liquor. Because I was really surprised when we got mm-hmm. here. I thought it was a weird main law. But the guy who came over and ID'd us for our mix of six, I made a joke that our licenses were fake, which may be not the best. <laughs> time to like make that joke as i'm trying to purchase alcohol like he takes the licenses and i turn to the guy next to him like both of these are fake because he was training somebody at the time (laughs) i'm such a oh i'm such a dick um but yeah so while we're we're, while we're being checked out i was joking and he was like giving he was teaching the guy how to card people basically Mm -hmm. and he we learned from him that the Bitterford Walmart lost its liquor license for selling alcohol to minors, like apparently a couple times. I'm, so I'm sure not intentionally, but well, yeah. And they were, the guy was like, "Oh, the gentleman who uh, sold to minors was fired," and I'm like, "He's and no longer here. No longer here." And they hired a homeless person in his place, and the greeter who talks to people who aren't there, which is, I'm sure that's great. Wait, is that true? No, I have no oh. idea. It's just I oh. feel like every time I walk in, the greeter's like not quite looking oh, at me. He's just my like, God, I'm sorry. I hate the greeters. I hate them they're so. Not, there's the one, much. the one old guy, the one old white. Okay. Guy. He's okay. real friendly, but then the other That's one like is like one out of what? Hey, you brought your own. Four? You brought your own bag. Let me see oh your receipt. God. You're trying to walk out of here with a loaf of bread without paying for it. I'm like, well, you just watched. I, mean, I went to the to the self checkouts right next to you, so you watched me pay for. The, I. It's fine. They're old. They're gonna die soon. And then if I was gonna steal shit from Walmart, I wouldn't be stealing bread and fucking cookies. like yes, exactly. <laughs> Which is what we get every time we go there. No, probably they no, think we're we stealing get- Ben and Jerry's <laughs> because that <laughs> that is what we get every time we're there. Oh man, uh, um, we didn't actually this time though. Yeah, no, I thought that you would. That would be your jam. Was but- the uh, well, I ate. It was Halloween yesterday, and they brought <laughs> Halloween candy to work and left it in the break room. And one of those, those they had those little pumpkin, uh, the pumpkin head plastic containers, and they had one in, up front for the managers, and they had one out back for oh the. Oh my god, the managers got their own candy. Oh yeah, they always awesome. anytime food comes in, they get their own food because uh, dude, people in the break room are like savage. I know, they're monsters. like animals. And that one of those animals is me. I ate, I told Bird last night, like, one of those pumpkin heads, you know, the, the little plastic pumpkin heads with the black handles. Classic. Full of candy. I ate between one quarter and one third of one of those pumpkin heads <laughs> worth of candy. Like... I w- can't believe you were even interested in oh food. Oh, my God. I was, I was, I went, like, pockets full of Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, what? New? Yeah, these are both new. No, do you want a new one? Uh, yeah, sure, okay. sure. Um, Bird and I are both drinking, which is the best way to do this podcast, we've learned. <laughs> the political ones are even better, too, when you're drunk, because then you can't remember things, and you sound like an asshole. Um, I drink anytime I have to talk to you. <laughs> she's not kidding. Um, I feel like we've both been drinking a little bit more since we moved to Maine, because um, it's a sad town. It's just the, I don't know, I like the, the mix of six. that's what drinking is. Yeah, the mix of six is kind of fun, because it's like half for me, half for you, and it's not just four guinnesses that i pound while i cry um right like we don't have to get a sixer of guinness which i'm not interested in drinking do you want to rinse that out um i'll just drink the next one out of the bottle Oh, okay but um yeah i I packed my pockets full of tootsie rolls because i haven't had them oh my god my my left 
My left pocket was just the little guys, the ones that are like the end of like the human finger. <laughs> what? What? Do you want to read the beer bottle cap? The bottle cap on Max's, um, what is this, Magic Hat? Magic Hat Low Key Session IPA. Says, I love a hoppy ending. <laughs> but on. Okay. So my left pocket's packed full of the short Tootsie Rolls. My right pocket, packed full of the long ones and the really fat ones that are like thumbs, you know, little thumbs. These are all leading. And by the way, all this uh, comparing food to human body parts, that's leading up to something. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just want to keep reminding people that they should maybe not like start eating a meal right now. Or like maybe don't even start cooking anything that involves meat or any sauce with tomatoes in it. But um, my right pocket's packed full of the big Tootsie Rolls. I don't know. I do a lot of cooking and dishes listening to the podcast. My back pocket was all mini candy bars. We do that. Yeah. My back pocket was all mini candy bars. And my back left pocket was where I kept my pens. And I just ate. How was everything not melted? Candy. Oh, some of it was. I was like (laughs) sucking wrapper's in the paper aisle, just like. You won't. Ew. You won't. La- Don't you won't, do that in the you mic. You won't land paper. Land papers over this way. Come on, come on. I'll show you where it's at. Mm-mm. Stop. Mm, I'm gonna pick a peanut off of this here wrapper. No, you want three hole punch. Where do you get this you thing? want three hole punch. You want cover stock because there's a big difference. You want touchy roll. You want this touchy roll? It's real bendy and melted like my butt shape. <laughs> This is how my life goes, people. He just kind of goes off on a tangent as a character. I feel like melted. Well, I sit around and wait for him to come back. <laughs> you should just go with me. Mm-mm. I feel like, here, listeners, would you appreciate it if Bird went with me down character rabbit holes and played in my little weird sandbox from time to time? <laughs> or do you like it when she just lets little bits and characters die? Speaking of death, we'll get to that later today. Oh, my God. Um, I'm sure there was a point to all this, but I don't remember it at all. Oh, we were talking about uh, Halloween. We were talking, yes. Um, so last night, yeah, she picked me up. I got home from... We got home. We got our mix of six. And we and fucking... brownies. Oh, mm. we dove into those dumplings. They're I don't, just so fucking good. And it's the what's sauce. What's the sauce? It's whatever that sauce is. You, 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 okay, it's you, like you, what? You, like fish sauce and... It might be is like hosen sauce, maybe. Garlic? No, because hosen sauce has, has um, peanuts. So if you okay, peanut, so like... you dip the dumpling in it, and the first bite is it's like teas because the sauce won't stick to the slick outside of the dumpling. But I wish they fried them so more. You, I think that's my only complaint. You take a little bite, right, and then you stick the fat, open meat chunk in there, and it Gross. into the sauce, and the sauce just starts soaking up in there. I try to like, bite. I try to like scoop it in, like because it's just a pocket. Bite is nirvana. Yeah, you could fill these dumplings with the sauce from time to time. And that's why I spill. I when I, okay when we every time we eat these dumplings, I change my clothes to like my shitty. Sweats. We sit on the floor too, and then we let it's, Trinity lick the floor clean. It's always just a total fucking mess when we're done. It's. We really We're do. barely human. We live like pigs <laughs> on dumpling night. Um, you are what you eat, and we are fat dumpling like pigs. Um, but oh my god, those dumplings are like fucking next level shit. Lo mein was pretty good too. And we watched, we usually, this is the first Halloween since college that I have not spun Evil Dead on the day. Also, we used to watch um, Texas Chainsaw, didn't we? Mm, we used, I think we watched Texas. We we've watched Texas Chain. We used to watch Texas Chainsaw every year from like all the college years, and I think mm-hmm. the first year we got out. But we kind of fell out of the habit because of the Evil Evil Dead. Like because we would just I used to binge Evil Dead 
from the time I was in high school until I think uh, uh, until last year. Yeah. Uh, no, until this year. From the time I was in high school until this year, every Halloween, I've watched Evil Dead 1 at least and sometimes Evil Dead 2 as well. And um, as soon as I got to Getting college... Getting home it, at 10 really yeah. doesn't Well, I had the whole help. day free. I was kind of thinking about just putting it on in the background for like tradition's sake, but sometimes you just got to let go of things. Or we could watch it today. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, so we didn't spin uh, Evil Dead, but we did watch John Carpenter's Halloween, which is kind of more a you and me tradition rather than just a me tradition. Because mm-hmm. we, I think I, were you, did you see Halloween for the first time with me? Mm-hmm. So how many times have we seen this movie? Oh, um, geez. How many years have we been together? Seven. Seven? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Minimum seven. Minimum, But we've yeah. probably watched it more than that. Cause I think this so. Is, it's a really it's good one. So and it good. is we we did watch the John Carpenter one, not the Rob Zombie remake. Um Right. So let's I want to talk about Halloween cuz this is like maybe this is pretty much the only like media that we've absorbed since um the last time we podcasted. So we don't really have a whole lot of like that's comics true. or books or anything to talk about, but been watching some bones, but that's about it. So with is is Halloween the best Halloween movie of all time? Um, I'm not going to say horror movie because there's there's definitely undoubtedly better horror films than Halloween. But is Halloween like the best Halloween movie ever? I don't know. I do like that it's set on Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's not like um, super um, convoluted or anything. It's just a base, very basic plot line. You yeah. don't have to be paying very close attention which you can we didn't kinda because be, we were packing we dumplings were by the way this morning i'm pretty sure i was sweating whole dumplings oh. like out of my skin <laughs> i wish <laughs> could we just could just eat them make again. more little dumplings. dig the unused sauce out of the trash and start soaking my sweat dumplings <laughs> in them <laughs> i would do it in a fucking heartbeat uh, oh man um yeah i was just sweating lo mein and dumplings this morning it was rough. It was rough. And I'm pretty sure I had a hangover, but not from the single beer I drank, but from the pound and a half of candy, candy. that I ate. Oh, I felt like shit this morning. <laughs> um, I felt fine. So, but Halloween, like for me, Halloween it's is... just low-key, like kind of comfortable. It's comforting for me. Comforting. It's, oh, is it? I mean, maybe not. Maybe watching <laughs> the guy murder a bunch of teenagers isn't so much the comfort, but like I've seen the movie so many times. I feel like across the board, the performances are really, really good. I, I noticed last night, I think Donald Pleasance's performance as the doctor is the weak one, which is weird to say because so many people hold him up as the high watermark. Really? If you watch the begin, like watch not the her obnoxious friend. Oh, you know, her... Oh yeah, okay, I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry. He, but he's... Okay, I guess I'm starting to see, like, some cracks in the Donald Pleasance character. He know, seems a little stiff just... in the car. Like, stiff is... He's next to a hot nurse, but I mean, like, you know, his... <laughs> he's just kind of like... His lines don't... They just feel like he's saying things. I think he plays it kind of subdued, but yeah. I think he kind of got once the once he gets... short end of the stick with yeah. some of the, like... Expositiony type dialogue. Yeah, that yeah. is true. They did give him a lot of like, I met Michael when he was. I have p- to tell the backstory. Fifteen years ago, I met a boy. Just blank. Yeah, that. Okay, but once. Okay. The devil's eyes. Once, <laughs> the, de- the devil's eyes. That's a great line, though. I like the devil's. I eyes. I know, but I immediately made fun of it. Yeah, that is true. Um, but the thing for me is, once you get Donald Pleasance like 
past the breakout when they, the breakout is just the visuals of the breakout when the, like the headlights I show love all that. the fucking spooky people just wandering, wandering around. around it's so good in the rain yeah oh yeah I, mike myers the mike myers who like jumps up on the roof of the car and then mm-hmm. jumps in the guy the actor who jumps down into the car kind of skinny because i when i caught on i'm like oh okay so here's mike myers he's jumping on the roof and i was like watching carefully he's a he's a slight fellow also um mike myers in the new rob zombie halloween six foot eight this mike myers what five ten mm, no he's <laughs> he's, he's six foot six one yeah, yeah. he is he's very he is kind of looming still like he is definitely imposing i think it's sort of like the bulkiness of that mechanics jumpsuit. mechanics jumpsuit yeah yeah but once you get donald pleasance into the town once you get him into it was it haddonfield illinois is mm-hmm. that what it was once you get him to haddonfield then he's gold from that point on hey billy get your ass away from there. Like, and his <laughs> little smile. His little smirk. Yeah, Donald Pleasance is really good once you get him there. The blonde friend is just shit the whole time, and that makes oh, it so gratifying when she dies. That's not the one that I was thinking uh, of, but thinking also the, I hate her. The floofy hair one? Yes. Well, it, the one, the thing that bugged me about the uh, the blonde friend last night was I, I started noticing how often she says totally. Totally. It's like totally all the time. Like it once per one it's her turn to talk. You feel I feel like the actress made a choice and was like, my character would probably say totally because she's supposed to be a hippie. So she just threw totally and all over. It's just totally awful. <laughs> but um uh, yeah, the movie like you, you I just know. I hate watching actors pretend to be drunk or high or something. And yeah. just uh all right, do on three, do you want to say the worst ever watching actors pretend to be high? Do you remember the name of the film? I'm pretty sure it's the same one for you what? and me. I'm, now I'm trying to figure out what movie you're talking about. I'm talking about, about Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman pretending to be stoned. Oh. And she just goes like full drunk. Tom Cruise oh, in that scene. you that was okay. miserable. I'm going to say this. Watch that scene again. Just ignore Nicole Kidman. She it, That's maybe the shittiest acting any human being has ever done. Tom Cruise, he plays high like pretty accurately. <laughs> he does a pretty good job because he talks a little slow and he's always smiling and he sort of chuckles a little bit when he's talking which is totally like when you're high you're just like yeah let's what if what are you like talking about you know you're always like kind of trying not to grin because you feel stupid and that makes you smile more Mm -hmm. but nicole kidman yeah she goes full like drunken sailor like it's lucky she doesn't just like fall into a boston accent because that's how far like drunken sailor she goes with it's shitty back to halloween um it, it is. It, tell Man, me it's funny. I never would have. I would never would have remembered that movie. At that all. movie. <laughs> I know. Like, Stanley and I Kubrick. wanted that movie to be so good. And it because was of Stanley Kubrick or because of the Illuminati not, connection. Because of the Illuminati connection. Like, I wanted. There's it a to lot be of really... good orgies. I'll say that. <sighs> Whew. If you say so. Yeah, that movie loses some of its edge in the age of Pornhub. Because you're like watching fake orgies and you're just like, yeah, I mean, this is fun, but they're all pretending. Let me just open up a browser window. Mm, here's 11 people having sex. For it's real. True. And, you know, like three of them are criminals. Which is the best kind of porn to watch. Oh. <laughs> is it? Yeah, you need to get the heartless convicts in there because they really, they really throw a little uh, unpredictability into the mix. Anyway, Halloween's a really for me. It's a comforting movie. Do you, like, do you remember when we lived with Sam? Mm-hmm. That like that Halloween 
And I mean, you remember when you live? The police got called. Uh, not exactly that Halloween, that October. Let me say, mm-hmm. like, you know how like um, AMC and Spike will always do, and Fox, like Fox Family or whatever, mm-hmm. will always do um, like marathons of every Halloween movie. Remember oh, that? sure. So it'd be like Halloween 1, followed by Halloween 2, followed by mm-hmm. Halloween 3. And you remember back in college, I used to just leave the TV on. And you'd like walk in and out of the room and you'd be watching like some shitty scene from Halloween, whatever. But the only, like, there's something comforty, comforting <laughs> about that series. I think it's the nostalgia factor for you. Because I've seen it so many times? Yeah, or because I, I was exposed kinda, to it at such a young age? or Yeah, kind of the like the high school throwback sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with your friends. I'll, being I'll, a bag of dicks, you know. Being a bag of dicks. Yeah. That doesn't sound like me. Yeah, it sounds nothing like you. <laughs> um, but like the sound of bottle caps just raining down. I love this. Um, but like Mike Myers. It, okay, Mike, stack Mike Myers up against Freddy Krueger. no sinful apple. Yeah. Which, which angry orchard is that? The apple ginger. All right. So Mike Myers, best on screen because we you've you've said you're not sure it's the best halloween movie what's a better halloween movie in your head i this de- definitely beats friday the 13th it's and you de- you really should have had me think about this before now no nah, i like a little spot um, i can vamp too i, I love know. the sound of my own voice <laughs> that's the truth um i don't know i guess the first one that comes to mind is sleepy hollow sleepy hollow yeah yeah sleepy hollow is good because i first i think i first saw fun. that in high school and I watched it with a bunch of friends. Mm. Um, you think that's what makes a good Halloween movie is like the first time you saw it in this or whatever? No, I, I think it's like that you've seen it a couple of times. You're kind of comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I love just how visibly, visibly, visually, God visually, visually beautiful that film is. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous film. All right, but Halloween, yeah, okay, but it's you know it's like that Tim Burton like high fantasy. I know, beautiful. which I love. Halloween, so. the, like you get the girl walking down the street, and then Mike Myers' shoulder, and then rather than cut away immediately, because a lot of times you mm-hmm. get that like the jump thing where it'll be like a shoulder, boom, like musical sting, cut to a new scene. In Halloween, we see Mike Myers' shoulder, and then we watch Lori walk away. For I like love the inclusion of at him. Time. I really do. Um, I think the only thing that could have made it better mm. is like the fall color palette. Well, is yeah, absent in it this film. It does look like it was shot in the summertime, but I we talked about this or last night early while, we were, fall. while we were watching it, and I think shooting in like high fall or whatever. Because if you look out the window right now, high fall is very rainy and cloudy. And you have a very limited Cold. window to shoot a film before winter hits, you know? So I feel like shooting in, like, very early fall or even, like, late summer would give a production, like, a longer window. Of course, I It, it really look it looks up, like, like mid-summer to me. It doesn't even really have that sort of, like, golden-y late summer, early fall feel to it yeah. at all. But we talked about this last night, too, was last night when you pointed it out to me in... Uh, what like 14 years or mm-hmm. tw- or 13 years that's the first time i ever noticed in my head halloween is like rich with like full 
full fall colors and like falling leaves and like red trees but mm-hmm. no you watch that movie all the trees are green all the grass is green it's like pretty obviously late summer at the latest like it mm-hmm. looks like summer and it looks like they just threw some like brown leaves dead on. leaves they like i don't know got from where like ki- the woods or the whatever woods? like killed some trees and <laughs> But like, yeah, if you, when you go back and watch that movie, the color palette, it, it kind of gets better once Halloween night starts because then it's dark. Yeah. But during the just... early bits of that, it's summertime. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not October. It's not Halloween at all. But like, yeah, but again, though, in my head, it, it was totally full, like full fall. And I think that's the genius of John Carpenter is like by reinforcing again and again, like Halloween, October, everyone's wearing coats. All these visual cues built fall in my head. You who have uh, like maybe a more of like are more like except that given. one character at at one point is just wearing like a men's button up shirt and underwear and that is it. Yeah, but that's a that's a horror movie trope. You know what I mean? I know, but like if if, if it was and she October, sp- she spilled shit all over herself, so she was just being lazy. And also, <gasps> as the movie establishes, she's a bit of a slut with only dick on the brain. Um, like every character in the film, except for even Lori, thirsty girls, which is why she survives. get cold. Even what thirsty girls get cold. Thirsty girls. Thirsty. Thir- like thirsty. Thirsty. Yes. Like. Okay. Yeah. I uh, that's I've never heard it called really? that before. Oh. Yeah. You're thirsty for dick. Not that's not the phrase. It's not thirsty for dick. It's just thirsty. Thirsty. Like like it's slutty. A, like cock hungry where did you go to school what no it's the internet in the 50s oh <laughs> yeah look at janice over there she's awful thirsty don't you think get away from me you jive turkey oh god <laughs> but, um, yeah so the internet calls calls girls who want the... should are we gonna like urban dictionary this we no, fucking we can we don't have to but i've no, no don't don't if we look stuff up this we, we lose our spontaneity also it means that we don't move forward in our conversation and you start staring at your hmm, well you are not going anywhere anyway uh too eager to get something desperate so i was a little bit off so that's what thirst that's what thirsty, thirsty. means according to mm-hmm. the urban dictionary uh uh, attention craving like attention seeking mm. sort of behavior so they're wandering around the desert and the only thing that's going to satiate their wild <laughs> thirst is a giant <laughs> firm cock uh. okay glad we learned that <laughs> um so okay what's your do you, my favorite like my favorite moment like halloween plays in my head when i think of horror movies like the first thing i think of is mike myers standing in the backyard amongst the drying sheets when mm-hmm. laurie looks out the window is that like one of the greatest shots of all time she's just hanging out by the window and like looks out the window and a serial ki- Oop, like there he is yeah like the serial killer Oop. is standing in broad daylight in like small town i do love that about this movie yeah they don't mm-hmm. they don't hide him in shadows they don't like heavily like backlight everything mm-hmm. or like light from below to create weird creeps but he's just he just walks around like a suburban town he that remember the scene there's a kid like running around on a playground and all of a sudden mike he runs myers, into he mike runs myers into mike myers like mike myers grabs Physically. his arms like he's at, he's at a school. Mike Myers, like killer of women, like stat, like soulless eyes, like the devil's eyes. Like 
<laughs> like literally, he's out of fucking school, just in broad daylight. That is my favorite thing about Halloween, and it's something that so many like slashers and horror films don't do. Friday the Thirteenth, like yeah, people die in like daylight, but it's all, like we never really see the killer much, and uh, um, you know they always wait till like nighttime to bring the killer out, but oh. That's the spookiest part of Halloween for me is the fact that Mike Myers is just, he just doesn't give a shit. And he drives around in a station wagon, like a woody wagon. In the middle of town. In the middle of town, in the middle of the day. He drives right past that cop. He drives past a cop like Mike Myers in broad daylight next to the doctor who you like treated him for 15, seven years. 15 years, I think he says. Yeah. So like the doctor who's looking for him is standing on the street corner next to a cop. It's so funny if you think about like that he's dressed as quote unquote Mike Myers well, yeah. in that car in the driving car. around, just driving like, around like with around a town. William Shatner like, hey mask guys, on. But the ba- I was just thinking about this that crime that crime scene where the cop is that was his break in. Right, he's driving past his own crime scene with the doctor who's hunting for him in a fu- in a stolen Woody wagon that the doctor would recognize in broad daylight and doesn't give a fuck. Mike Myers is okay. He is the best. He's the best movie villain, like, ever. And he's also the originator of the you-cannot-keep-a-good-man-down trope. <laughs> Gets stabbed in the neck. Pulls the neck out, collapses kind of awkwardly in, like, a, a brief moment of what might be comedy. Or like, unintentional comedy. Gets <laughs> true. stuck in the eye, right? And then stabbed in the stomach with his own knife. Gets back up every fucking time. And I would like to point out that after he got stabbed in the stomach... He does a he does a full crunch like sit up and that's how he sits up. He's not like oh my abs they hurt real bad. He sits up like he does like a like a Bruce Lee crunch after being stabbed in with the his abdomen. legs like flat on the floor. Oh yeah, it's spooky as shit. It's like a borderline like Nosferatu <laughs> popping up out of the coffin moment. I forgot about that. But yeah, and then then what does he do? He tries to. He doesn't even like go get his knife or anything, and he doesn't like slink away to recover. He's like, there's Lori. Chokes the fucking well, shit out of her. We we figure this out though. Like he has a thing for choking women. Mm. He chokes oh, yeah. the two he other chokes, girls. He, he chokes stabs the, girl. the guy. That's interesting. I'm sure we could get into like a really mm. deep conversation about like phallic stuff and penetration, and we could probably even twist it into rape culture and then <laughs> condemn this movie forever. But yeah, he does. He chokes the two, which is odd because he stabs his sister in the beginning of the movie. He puts on the mask and stabs True. his sister to death. Hmm. But then he chokes the girl in the car. Yep. Stabs I'm... Bob to the fucking wall like a total rock star. Sorry. Well, he he starts choking the chick in the car, and then like uh, when she's like he, almost dead or right on the edge of consciousness. Neck? I don't remember if he like. I thought he like slit her throat. Yeah, or something. it seems like he slices her throat, um, but we don't really see much blood. Because it's well, it's like it's, really foggy. Yeah. And, Cloudy That's one of the best details ever, too, when she gets back in the car and the windows are fogged up because he's She's been like, in there. Huh, oh what's going on? There's so car? much little stuff like that. Such a fucking good detail, right? Like she she's in the car, windows clear, goes back inside, comes back out, and the windows are all fogged up. She doesn't even get in the car the first time because the car's locked. Oh, right, right. And then she gets in and the windows are fogged because Mike Myers is in there breathing. And then he How the shit did he get in there? Kills her. Well, he's Mike Myers. Right. He's, he's like, supernatural. He's some. Well, um, I would like to point out, as far as supernatural goes, after he tries desperately to choke Laurie, actually, you know what? When the first time he stabs Laurie at the top of the stairs, he 
stabs her over the railing and she he, no he misses her he misses well, stabbing she, her she's fucking right there he just scratches yeah. her he arm. also does well it's it's hard to see in that mask and also later on when he tries to stab her he misses by like four feet and stabs the couch and that's how she gets his knife the first time yeah she has it twice and she still never like, like throws it away keeps it Oh man! But like, Hi, pumpkin. okay. So he sta- he tries to stab her, scratches her arm, and pushes like she falls over she a railing. She falls o- over oh, the yeah. Ouch! So good. Second time, he's choking her in the same spot. Donald Pleasance. Uh, uh, uh. We talked about this last night. Shoots him in the head, and then five more shots to the body. He falls out a second story window into the yard. And what does he do, Bird? He gets the fuck up and walks away. Like, oh. Uh, he- for a little while and we got then shot in the head up. you know you gotta get i know you gotta, you gotta take a little five there so amazing so such an amazing film. okay so i have a question for you mm-hmm. how much do you think the iconic soundtrack plays into your love this film uh john carpenter's like yeah um can you hear that on my Yeah, you can. <laughs> Trinity wagging her tail and it hits the, hits the table. Go get your ball. Um, well, you know, it's it's widely it's widely lauded as like one of the great horror soundtracks of all time. And it, it's you'll notice it again and again and again. Like there are movies that here, reference kid. it. And then every time a Halloween um, movie is either remade or a sequel is made, the Rob Zombie remakes... They all incorporate, even if they twist it a little bit or play with it or like create some decay or do it with a, a guitar. That theme is pretty much omnipresent. And like, uh, Ooh, um, Paranorman. The oh movie, my God! They that's yeah, his they ringtone in Paranorman. Like that's one of the great like horror movie themes. Like that's up there with the Tubular Bells from The Exorcist or like um, Rosemary's Baby. La 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 la. Oh, la, la. No. Horrible movie, but dude, Don't great theme. You come on, tell me that's not a great. No, theme. it's good. It's excellent. It really is. Yeah. So I mean, I it's feel very like, memorable. V- yeah, very memorable. That's that was one of like the spookiest things ever, and the Phantom Loss cover is fucking awesome mike Patton's version is killer um but yeah so i i I, I, yes the soundtrack is a big part of it you know they say that smell is like the number one thing connected to memory but i think as a musician maybe the songs are like my number two (laughs) because i'm (laughs) you know and then taste is number three i don't really i don't really have a, a smell or taste association with the film halloween Maybe you know dumplings the story, now. You know the story behind that? Oh, yeah. I'm going to associate dumplings this with is, every yeah. good feeling I've ever had. Um, <laughs> the story behind it is John Carpenter like didn't have the money to hire a composer. Because Halloween is another one of the kind of... I think it was like a... It's a little over $100,000 he spent on it. one thirty maybe. Um, oh. Okay. For the time, though, Man, that's pretty cheap. Just nothing. For the time, that's not terrible. But... um. Yeah, it was not a huge budget movie, and like to save money, he was just mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I guess I'll do it myself. And he sat down at a piano and was like, what sounds spooky? And it's, I'm pretty sure that's a, I think it's a tritone, or becomes a tritone when it slides down. That means zero The Devil's to me. Interval, we've talked about this before, I think. Maybe me and Adam did on the yeah, podcast we did. But yeah, it's the... It's in Nymphomaniac, they talk about it, the Devil's Interval, tritones. It was made illegal in classical music. You couldn't incorporate tritones uh, into uh, classical music or you'd be like put to death probably by, <laughs> by like bees, like oh castration bears and bees, I assume, because like, that was the Middle Ages. But um, 
But yeah, it's like a really spooky, or it might be, I don't know. Ask Adam. I'm sure there's a reason why everybody loves it so much, and it's a musical theory thing. Adam, tell us, why do we like the theme to Halloween so much? He literally studied this in school, so he'll, tell, he'll have a good answer for us. Tune in next week for Adam's, Adam's answer. Why is the Halloween theme so fucking killer? Um, and then the rest of it, I think, is synthesizer. Like the rest of the theme, like the, when he like shows up and stuff. There's, Probably. There's definitely a lot of drones, and I'm, sh- I'm I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that that's one of the early films that incorporated the Moog, which is the most famous synthesizer. Is it Moog and not Moog? It is Moog. Oh. Um, I w- I've been corrected enough times to be positive that it is the Moog. Ugh. By, like, people who know their shit. <laughs> not just, like, guys on the street being like, hey, buddy, it's the Moog. <laughs> <laughs> just like it's Giger, not Geiger. Um, every boy knows that. Every boy knows that. Uh, speaking of horrifying, horrible things. Oh, now it, we're getting to it. It's probably time okay. for us to talk a little bit about dead bodies, dead people, and the wacky oh, things geez. that people do to and with them. Um, Bert and I were having a pretty interesting conversation this morning over delicious coconut pancakes. <laughs> so listeners, why don't you sit back, whip up some coconut pancakes, and uh, as we uh, <laughs> dive into two... Really terrible taboo oh. things. Um, I was kind of surprised this morning. So, do you want to? Let's start light. Let's go. Let's start with cannibalism. Okay, hang on. You got to explain how we even started this conversation. All right, we were listening to last podcast on the left. It's a everybody right now. Like, pause this bullshit you're listening to and go yeah. fucking subscribe to last right? podcast on the left for real though. That is an excellent podcast. Um, okay, I hated Marcus, it at the beginning, but Marcus, I, I warmed up. <laughs> Marcus Parks, Ben Kissel, and Henry Zabrowski. It's uh, Cave Comedy Radio. You can find it on iTunes. Last podcast on the Don't left. they have guests occasionally that rotate as well? And on uh, Not on last no. podcast. No, no that's, oh, that's Abe Lincoln's Top, top hat, hat. Which you sh- okay. If you like politics, maybe go check that one out too. But last podcast on the left. Everyone should be listening to that. It's really funny. Um, Did Alan and we Aaron were, recommend that to us? No. We found out about it through uh, Jaw Cooper. Oh, she was listening to all the serial killer yes. episodes while she did that one painting, and I was like, "Oh, I like serial killers. I'll go check this out." <laughs> and I am at episode one forty-two right now. They're all over an hour, so I've did out I've, of. Uh, I think they're at like two, two something, two oh eight, two. I might be wrong. I'm not. I'm not caught up. So Roughly I don't know where halfway they are. through. I'm getting there. I'm like probably mm-hmm. three quarters. But think about that. I've listened to over a hundred and forty hours of this podcast. It's so excellent. <sighs> um, but they were talking about um Ed. What's his name? Kramer? Ed. No. It, it's on my iPod if you want to go grab it. I um, Googled him. It should be in my... Um, okay. So the, the, the co-ed killer he's called. The is co-ed killer. Six yeah. foot nine fucking monster. Right? 300 pound Jesus. savage of a man who did some pretty horrible stuff to corpses. And they were... And actually the episode before that one was on necrophilia and um oh and i missed it yeah so the one before it was necromancy and necrophilia and then they did kemper kemper i, I thought it was like clump, clump but i know an Alyssa klumpner so i assume that but <laughs> yeah um so the one before was ep- was a uh, necrophilia and necromancy then they did uh, we're on the second episode of ed uh kemper right now the co-ed killer who he did some fucked up shit to like dead bodies and we were kind of talking about it this morning, and Bird has some really interesting opinions that I'd like to oh sort of God. dig into. Oh and my God. Let's figure that. Let's talk about it. Like <laughs> this is a discussion, and you know what? It's it's not. A, it's a podcast, so we can say whatever we want. <laughs> episode one. Oh. 
episode one of Chatman and Robin, I talk about using your buttocks to make a human fleshlight if we I ever know. get lost. I know. I know. This so, is right in that vein. It's so fine. we're just welcome back to the beginning, folks. <laughs> the snake Cyclical. is eating its tail. <laughs> Uh, okay. Which is an act of cannibalism. <laughs> um, Auto cannibalism. All right, so let's start light, though. Let's start with cannibalism. Um, oh, is that light? <laughs> uh, compared to where we're going, yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Um, so you don't think that cannibalism is wrong? Is that what I'm understanding here? Talk. Okay. No, I I don't I don't understand the taboo. I guess is well. Your big issue was why is it a felony? Because we were talking about yeah. how uh, cannibal... What? I think it's ne- not cannibalism. It was necrophilia. Why necrophilia. is fucking necrophilia We'll get to necrophilia. Felony. Let's start with cannibalism, though, because I'm pretty sure cannibalism is a crime, like, everywhere. It's uh, Apparently, necrophilia is not a crime. It's only a crime in 29 states, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Uh, let's start with cannibalism, though. Like, wh- why don't you see a problem with cannibalism? I, I just... I don't know. I just don't understand. Um... The the weird uh, fascination, obsession, um, uh, I don't know, like, sacredness. Veneration? Veneration? I guess. Of, of the, the dead human body. Okay. I don't understand a lot of things well, maybe that we... go into that. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Once somebody dies, we still have all these rules about what you're allowed to do with them. Right. And I don't understand why. Well, I mean, I understand how, why taboos were formed, mm-hmm. you know, to keep you from doing things that were unhealthy, which may, would make you sick or kill you, you know, that sort of thing. Or I get that. Or stop you from propagating the species, because, but again, that's, we'll get to that <sighs> later. Um, but like... Yeah, the whole religious aspect is Well, let's talk about the religious aspect me. really quick, because like... You know, according to the, growing up religious, there is like this real veneration and respect for the dead. As far as I can remember, like traditional Christian, a lot of Catholic funerals that I went to, you know, we pay like thousands of dollars for the box and we get like the body like really well taken care of and preserved and then put in the box. And, and I don't get, I don't concrete. get that shit either. I don't get it. Yeah. Cause you know, it's weird. I thought I was going to be like arguing with you here, but I'm thinking like according even according to religion like the spirit leaves the body that's just an empty vessel it's an empty vessel mm, maybe i agree with you maybe we <laughs> should be eating our dead soil and green is people <laughs> um, oh, but, i win <laughs> but, um, when you die i'm eating you <laughs> no, oh my god um but like you can't okay but you got to admit that you know it's not something I am personally interested in doing. Right, but if we allow... Okay, let's say we allow cannibalism. Let's say all of a sudden it's legal to, like, eat people. Can you not see the, sl- the slippery slope of, like, okay, well, how, okay, how do cannibals get the bodies? How do they get the dead? We're just going to let go, people go dig up other people's relatives? I would think that it would probably have to be, like, a, a legal process mm-hmm. of willing your body, just like you will your body to science. Why couldn't you will your body to feed people? Tapas. Huh? Tapas? No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> what, like, will your body to dumplings? Uh, oh, sure. Mm, human dumpling. <laughs> human dumpling. And that way it would be like... I feel like a human dumpling right now. 
it would be medically safe and medically sound. Like you're not going to get tainted meat. You're not going to get like brain or spinal tissue. So you're all fucking Wendigo syndrome. (laughs) Um, Okay. But yeah, but uh, okay. I guess let's go back to the family members then. Like, okay. So if I, let's say that I'm like, suddenly cannibalism becomes real and I'm like, or legal. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I would love to be devoured. So I'm going to, I'm going to donate my body to walk and roll and they can make, you know, general so's chicken or whatever out of me. Um, you know, like that would, that'd probably fuck my parents up really bad. Do you think cannibalism is more about like the family? Like the people uh, being left Everything behind? about a person's death is about everybody the but them. The people who survive. I guess once you're dead, it sort of doesn't matter to you anymore. So it's all about like, but you don't, you don't, you don't feel. I, I don't know. Just why? You don't feel that, that twinge of taboo that like, the, that there's something inherently wrong with eating the dead body of something of your own species? Other animals do it. Other, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, rabbits famously are cannibalistic, but like uh, pigs, chickens. But yeah, but but doesn't oh, man. But so you don't. It's meat, dude. There's a but yeah, but okay. I, now I'm a pretty grim guy. I'm a pretty uh, a pretty macabre <laughs> fellow. But like, even I have I have like a natural twinge, sort of about um, you know, like okay, if I see a dead human body. And obviously, okay, you're not a cannibal. I'm not a cannibal. But like, I don't, I cannot even get my. Or are we? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, pork dumplings. Mm. Long pig dumplings. Well, humans supposed to taste like pork. That's where the phrase long pig comes from. Um, But yeah, like when you see a dead human body, like you don't feel, you don't feel in any any way like, like, oh, that should not be eaten. Like some deep part of you doesn't want to not eat that. Um. That's, I don't know. It doesn't really even cross into my mind. Like, ooh, you know, cannibalism. This person's dead. Isn't it uh, a slippery slope towards like making serial killers, though? If okay, if cannibalism suddenly acceptable, like, oh yeah, you mm-hmm. can eat people. Does that like it just gets or, pushed further and further to like, I want the freshest possible cut of of female college student ass. Uh, you know, like doesn't I think people who are going to be serial killers are broken people you anyway they're going to be serial couple? killers no you don't think this would add a couple like no all the gun legislation that's going on right now to prevent even one death you think making cannibalism legal doesn't add one killer to the world all right no way this this like immediately people are like well you know that freeze-dried uh that freeze-dried fella i had last week he was pretty good you know i made a stew out of him but i just this week i really want to do uh I'd like to do some like what some uh, some rare steaks. I mean, I don't Once know. It's been frozen. It's Maybe just ain't the same. Got to get it fresh. How could? Who's saying you couldn't get it fresh? How? I mean, how many people die every day? Yeah, but like, okay, some guy in Montana wants something fresh. It's got to be shipped a long way. It's gonna be put in a in a meat in a meat truck. You know, like a refrigerated truck and brought out to him. I guess that's how our beef is shipped too, though. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. I'm positive, 100% positive, that if the government made cannibalism legal, not a single bite of body would go to waste. There'd be, like, hundreds of people who would sign up for that program, like, See? ASAP. See? Yeah, but those are all people that should be on government watch lists because it's taboo. You don't eat a dead human. Like, that's <laughs> fucked up. Am I wrong? <laughs> I feel like the crazy person here because you look so sane. 
across the table from me logically arguing for the eating of humans it, it would it comes probably up in, solve world hunger though wouldn't it right mm. it comes up time and time again in our science fiction and our literature so eating the dead yeah to solve world recycling hunger. the mm, yeah maybe if we just didn't call it cannibalism maybe if we just called it recycling <sighs> the hippies Silent green the hipsters would get behind it completely They're like well you know it's like it's way more eco-friendly to like eat your friendly friends, you know. Are you gonna put them in a box in the hole in the ground, my and they're gonna turn into soup? My girlfriend Becky died in like a car accident, and I'm against cars anyway. I think like you know bike rights, and like it's not good for the earth to like be in these like black smokes. Being mm. anyway, I'm getting off topic. Like my she, Becky died, and I was eating her before the paramedics even got there. And when they got there, they were like dude your girlfriend's like totally still alive we need to save her and i was like no let just let her rejoin the energy of the universe okay so the only reason that this is a taboo is because of the expansion of western culture and christianity the the I, big three i think that ca- that that cannibalism has been bad always no not true all right give me a historical example of a of a culture that is not in the congo that eats people aztecs mayans you mean current cultures both cultures that died out probably because they kept eating each other oh my god no like we can or you know diseases brought over by by westerners man maybe that's it maybe we came over not the all Bunch of white dudes come in like not Bringing disease just fucking and shit. not eating each other, all sick from not eating human meat, and we just screwed up the whole fun game. The Aztecs were having a great time before us non-human eaters. It was part of their religion, even. Well, it's part of the Christian so, religion too, technically. If you're, I mean, you're eating. If you're a Catholic, hey, there you go. If you're it's, a Catholic, God says it's a okay. If you're a Catholic, Jesus is pro cannibalism. Well, he actually he doesn't. He's not just pro cannibalism. He re- he actively requests that the faithful engage in cannibalism. <laughs> um, <sighs> you know, and, and like the, uh, I guess the other big thing there is there like are. if, it, but it's only if you're Catholic because for most other, I think maybe all other Christian, uh, it's like sects, seen as a metaphor, a metaphor. But in in Catholicism. It is transubstantiation. Wow. When you put that bread in your mouth, it becomes human meat, and you are no better than Jeffrey Dahmer so, or Fish. So, being a Catholic, you have had human flesh and human blood inside of your body. Which takes How me, does that feel about? Which takes me to my next no. point. All right. If somebody said that they had human meat for you to eat, like had made a dish out of a person, would you eat it? No. Why? Because it's illegal. Because it's illegal? Is yeah. this like also the weed thing where you uh, the only yeah, time you ever Yeah, my curiosity level though through the roof. The only time you I ever I want to know like, what it tastes like. Put any weed in your body was when you were like super drunk on Canadian mm. Hunter and you regretted that enormous. No, that's not true. We did the edibles the one time. I know. It was not Which good. you also didn't like. Hate. It's so weird. It's so weird to me you let you seem Sorry. to like psychotropics. Um all right. Having argued against cannibalism for like a fair amount of time i will say this i think i would i'd try some people bacon oh yeah <laughs> i think i would <laughs> i really do even though you could go to jail oh yeah fuck yeah oh who cares about jail <laughs> <laughs> and it's on a permanent record and everyone will know that you are max the guy who eats people meat <laughs> throw that on a job resume you get hired anywhere be like would you put that under special skills <laughs> or would you <laughs> 
I know how to cook a human steak. No, just be like, you know, like, why'd you get fired from your last job? Be like, I, I didn't get fired. I got arrested. And they're like, oh, uh, what was it a felony? I'm like, it was. It was a felony. Full disclosure, I, I did eat some person. They'd be just like, some random dude. I'm okay. Maybe like you don't get hired for the really stupid douchey jobs, but like the cool jobs, those people are like, <laughs> you could get hired at any artisanal restaurant for sure. Because they'd be like, yeah, come mm, on back. That guy's had human. Wow, your palate must be like mm. your palate's more developed than mine. Are you? Do you know about wines? I'm like Cabernet Pinot Noir. He's like, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would like to point out for all of the, the my prospective future cannibalistic seeking employers, I can also tell uh, Scot- I can also tell what region of Scotland Scotch was made in just by its smell. That is a skill that I still have. Um, yeah, I would totally, I, like, if it was, I mean, okay, if it was some guy with, like, a fake mustache and, like, a badge sticking like, out from like under his shirt. on his face. Yeah, like a mustache tape. taped to his face, <laughs> and he, like, he's got a badge that's, and his, like, wire is sticking out from his shirt, and he's, like. You can visibly see, like, the bulge from the his sidearm. The bulge side from arm. his sidearm and his badge right next to it, and he's got a German shepherd with him that's, like, wearing. His a, fake seeing eye dog. His something. fake seeing eye dog, which, like, keeps growling every time drugs are in the room and he's like <laughs> and he's like hey buddy i got some people meet over here do you want to try some i made a chili out of a uh a, a, a little asian girl it's pretty tasty have a bite i might not <laughs> i might not eat that chili there's a 50 50 chance i don't eat that chili <laughs> Or I do, but I start with, hey, are you a cop? Because you have to tell me if you're a cop. Because <laughs> that's the, the law, fuck man. Who is that from? <laughs> uh, every, from every hippie ever. Not like oh. that was a that was a big like um, biker thing back when they were trying to bust oh, the Hell's Angels. They used funny. to say that all the time. Um I'd be like, why don't you eat some first? But then again, I don't know. I'm not sure the legal loopholes of eating a person because I've never done it. And I, st- I do think that cannibalism is wrong, but I also do believe that if you get a shot to do a fucking super, u- to have a really super unique life experience, go for it. I, the only thing I draw the line at is murder. Like if someone's like, hey, hey man, uh, again. like That is a super unique life experience. Even if they didn't, it's actually not, which is kind of sad if you think about it. It's a super unique death experience? No, it's it's a somewhat common life experience <laughs> oh. is murdering oh. another human. Yeah, we live in a fucking awful oh, world. Oh, I actually was watching a video today that um, said that humans are the second uh, largest, I guess, killer of humans. What's well, number one? Mosquitoes. Old- <laughs> deet <laughs> just a little bit of deet and we could be number one usa usa oh god i'm sorry <laughs> make america great make again. america great again let's let's all right listen to me okay let's make humans the number one killer of humans again okay i've got mosquitoes i've got the best mosquitoes <laughs> They all have teeny tiny little red ball caps. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But seriously, like, you know, if someone showed up at my, you know, and like approached me in an alley and was like, "Hey, hey, buddy," even if they didn't have a taped-on mustache, even if their mustache was one hundred percent guaranteed USA beefsteak hair on their face, a real mustache, um. Like a, like a, 
like a Sam Elliott stash going on. If they come yeah. up to me and they're like, hey, hey, I got a guy over here. He's he's all tied up. Do you want? Uh, I got a gun. Do you want to kill? Do you want to kill him? Do you want to? If you want to take a human life and really feel what it's like to have an erection. If you've never come in your pants, you follow Speaking me. Speaking of. You follow me right now. If you've never felt coming through your zipper because you're so fucking racko, you follow me. It's only going to cost you five Making bucks. Making my skin crawl. Five yeah. bucks? <laughs> this is going to happen when we go visit John and Casey oh, in New York. I assume that John has to say no to this exact offer every single time he goes to work. Because <laughs> they live in New... They live in... Not the best part of New York City. Um, by the way, John, Casey, uh, last podcast on the left, that they have live shows in New York. You should totally go to one and tell me how it is. Um, or we should come and stay with you in your apartment, which is the size of a closet, and go and see one as well. We can also go see Drunk Shakespeare. We'll make a weekend of it. Maybe kill a guy for five bucks. Who fucking knows? Huh. But like, I think I would say no to that offer. we then eat said guy? See, yeah, you know what? Maybe maybe that's what we'll do. We'll it's a just, twofer. We'll be like, hey, buddy, listen, I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to pay five bucks to go and kill the dude you got uh, tied up over there, although I would love to feel the feeling of coming in my pants. We're just going to hang out here, see if we can... Hey, uh, you, uh, do you want to come... Do you ever wanted to kill someone? Because hey, if I give you five bucks after someone else kills this guy, could I cook him? I mean, you've butchered a deer before. Dude, that's really fucked up. You know cannibalism is a taboo. <laughs> <laughs> You're disgusting. Get away from me. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> and then his mustache falls off and he arrests me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like for real though, like life experiences, like I've, uh, there's a couple of drugs that I've done because I was like, you know what? I've never done this drug before. Let's do it. And then there's drugs where I've been like, I would desperately love to do this drug again because it's kind of an, uh, an awesome time. But yeah, I feel like if you get the chance to really experience something out there or something that's going to expand your horizons or expand your mind or expand your life experience, go for it. Maybe don't do meth. Maybe don't kill a human mm. being. But like other than that, you know, and you know, how about this? Draw your own lines in the sand and maybe stay inside of them. <laughs> but yeah, I, and I don't think I would like gorge myself on human meat. I don't think I would. What if it's really good? Then maybe I'll gorge myself on human meat. I don't fucking know. Like, I, I thought I liked. So you come full circle. I thought I liked bake. No, I still think cannibalism is wrong. Uh-huh. But I also think that there are certain drugs that shouldn't be legal that I think are a lot of fun from time to time. Um, and actually, my my drug history is super limited. But like, you know, maybe coke should not be legal. You know what I mean? Definitely not. I even I even honestly think maybe acid should stay illegal. Maybe what? Well, it's real awful dirty, you know. I guess if the man was making it. No, you're right. I was thinking back. I I'm gonna change. I I say that maybe like that is the worst hangover I've ever had, though. Yeah, it's really hard to. I see. I didn't notice the acid come down because I was coming down from like a bottle of fucking uh, Irish whiskey. I worked whiskey. that day. Yeah, so did I. Um, but I had a Bloody you Mary. You way later than I, I did. had a Bloody Mary as soon as I got to work, and one of the people we'd been out with the night before was working and still tripping. So uh-huh. <laughs> I would love to have him on this podcast sometime. The stories, I feel like he would have some very he's, his, intelligent, yeah. interesting things to say. No, he's smart as shit, but like his, he's had some weird experiences too. Like He woke up one morning, and there was a dude in his house, and his, his girlfriend at the time was selling weed to this guy in exchange for elk meat. 
Huh. He was paying her for weed with elk meat that like he'd gotten himself. Which not not a bad Sounds trade. like a very youper thing to do. But again, life experience. How many people mm-hmm. can say like they've woken up to have a stranger paying for weed with bags of elk meat? Not many, right? Uh, I can't say that. Yeah, he's a real cool cat. <laughs> I'm a big fan of this guy. Um, all right. Would you know, we like to move on down the road? Yeah. Um, Cross some more lines, if you will. So while you're eating this rack of ribs, would you like to... I mean, okay, so let's... I think we actually did maybe come down on the side of cannibalism just now. Like, I... I oh, did we? Again, though, like, I, mm-hmm. I don't... I feel like cannibalism... Let's just put a button in this. You can't just be... Button? Pin? Put a pin, put a button... No, a button. We're going to close it up. We're going to button it up. Okay. When you put a pin in something, you're going to come back to it later. Okay. That's what I thought you meant. We're going to put a button on it. Um, I, That's a new one for I me. don't think cannibalism should be okay. It's like not okay. Okay. And, okay. and the only reason that I'm saying that I would try human meat is because I'm a very strange person there who wants so to... There are so many humans on this earth. Yeah, but like... And we just put their remains in a box, in a big cement box. Or we burn them. Or we make and mushrooms they liquefy on them. Or, or turn in them there. into coral reefs. I think oh. they posted that the other day. That is cool. that an option now? Yeah, they, they can cremate you, put you in, put your ashes inside a big uh, concrete ball, and then drop that down and it forms an artificial reef. So Which can, we need a lot more of. We definitely do. Um, just my brother Snapchat me. But... um. And then you I just, can I just don't be get turned it. into diamonds. And then That's I think mushroom bullshit. mushrooms. The mushroom, the mushroom suit, I don't think is actually, um, I don't think it's a fully formed idea. I think it was just a concept. I would like to donate my body to a body farm. Mm-hmm. That seems like, mm-hmm. okay, what I really want to do, I've covered this on Morning Word, is I would love to be dumped into a wood chipper off the back of a boat and used as chum for sharks. But I'm pretty sure that's not even remotely legal. It's probably not a good idea either. Because then you give sharks. Because then taste sharks are like humans. Mm, people t- taste really awesome. I just like the idea of all these people like singing some sort of like weird hymn or whatever, Ugh. and like some really bad boombox is playing like my favorite song, and everyone's eating like pigs in a blanket, and they start like dumping my body oh. into this wood chipper, and like the this back spray from the sea breeze is like just hitting everybody in their like Sunday mm. best. Everyone's like, you know, fifty percent acrylic, fifty percent cotton sweater is just drenched in like bits of bone and shit. I just come on, that's does that not sound like a good time to you? I would if that was what funerals were like, I would go I would go to other people's funerals. Like not family members or friends. I would just find funerals and be like, hey guys, I you know, I'm just a humanist and I feel like he whoever died here, it's a loss. I would love to be on this boat. And just <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. It's weird that I'm arguing against what, cannibalism given all these weird things that I'm saying. Go ahead. Speaking about what you want done with your remains, I found out a really cool um, Tibetan monk burial. It's called a sky burial. And they put you on the side of a mountain and birds eat you. Yes. Mm, How heard of this. fucking cool is that? that? Is cool. <laughs> That's really what I want done with my body. But then you get the dump problem it somewhere of like and let hawks flying into inner, the pigeons in New York start flying. Oh my God. I'd do a sky barrel <laughs> in birds. New York. I'd do a sky barrel in New York City where they... Where they str- right in Central Park? No, they chain me up to the Empire State <laughs> Building and people can just sit on the ground and Ooh. everyone's turning the... Little <laughs> bits of you fall off eventually. Just kind of... 
No, no way. Nothing would ever hit the ground. There'd be a thousand birds around until right, I was boned. Draft? I had blow halfway across town and people are like, God damn, these sky burials. <laughs> no, they're New Yorkers. They'd just be like, yeah, I stepped in a dude earlier. It was kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah, what is what it is, though, you know? I I brought them home. I cooked it up. Because by that, if, if you get sky burials in New York, then cannibalism is for sure legal. All right. So while you're enjoying, you, cannibalist bird, are enjoying your rack of human ribs, a little bit of barbecue, a little bit of Worcestershire, would you also be uh, sticking hands up in your vagina and sucking on dead penises? How do you feel about necrophilia? Should you be allowed to have sex with a corpse? This is in the same bucket for me. Same bucket. That is disgusting. The way that you said that. (laughs) Throw it all in a bucket. Yeah, you know, for me, cannibalism. It's in the bucket bucket. You no, know, for me, cannibalism and necrophilia. It's all one big bucket of parts, you know. It's just a bunch of meat. You just eat meat. You fuck it meat is if you want. It's just a fucking. You fucking meat, then eat it. You know, you fuck it. You fucking meat. Some meat sack. <laughs> oh my god, no. Necrophilia is wrong. Because religion told no, you it was you wrong. No, because you fuck a dead body. Why not? <laughs> because it's dead. You don't like. You know, okay, uh, do you think that if people... It's better than raping a live person. That's true, but are you not like, uh, again, again, okay. There is no consciousness there. It's uh, just a big fuck, I don't want to use our parents. Of nothing. Um, okay, listeners, I'm very sorry. Uh, I'm going to just uh, p- uh, pick a letter. A, D, or K. K. All right. <laughs> Mom dies. Oh, sorry, mom dies do you think that a bunch of like hairy 300 pound midwestern dudes should be like oh yeah we got a fresh one and just fuck the shit out of mom it's dead body again i'm so sorry i love this is this is the same thing for me though like i i feel like this should be a donation like a choice Mm, donate your body to fucking or like like consent between two people before one of them dies you, you, like what oh if you were God, like can you imagine the old folks homes it would be like a bunch of like 30 year old kind of overweight people who like you know come in and they got real like coke bottle glasses and one eyes cocked over and they're like making friends with old ladies they're like oh yeah Beth, you're just the beautifulest thing i ever saw Beth. you know i love you so much but we can't be together while you're alive beth is all right i just want you to sign this frame. okay but like there are if you were allowed to do this, mm. then you wouldn't have people going out and killing people so they to could do this. Bodies. As I understand it, based on the necrophilia episode of last podcast on the left, um, iTunes, uh, it, mostly necrophiliacs either work in mortuaries and just kind of do shit to the bodies pre-funeral, or they dig bodies up. Like, there's a whole... They, t- they read a guide that mm. was printed online where you can figure out which graves are freshest. And you can, like, scope out death announcements and watch for funerals and stuff. Mm. So, like... Yum. That... Yeah. We also learned that, uh, apparently, female necrophiliacs uh, prefer 69ing over almost anything. Rub, rubbing, rubbing on the face. See, like, I'm glad you're not enthused about I don't want to do it. I'm really Do glad. I give a shit if somebody else does it? No. All right, if I died with a boner, would you have sex with me one more time? I might consider it. <laughs> two drinks in or like normal just normal you might a couple drinks in okay so you'd real quick just pound something in the cupboard <laughs> and then try not. and get after it 
oh boy, this is really messed up. This is a super dark episode. All right, so you think it should be like, you know, I don't know. I just, all right, I guess we're just going to have to agree to disagree. I don't think that we should, I don't think that people should be allowed to fuck dead bodies. And you think that a dead body is just a dead body and to each their own. What do you think? Do you want to do um, you want to do just some general housekeeping, your tattoo and the graphic novel and my music and that stuff? Sure, yeah, a little 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 catch up. All right, talk about your tattoo. Well, catch up. Well, catch up. Touch up. Um so I have I have my first major tattoo, mm. my chest piece coming up in 5 days. Mm. Getting really nervous about it. Oh, why? Because you haven't you haven't she seen any designs. She has not gotten yet. back to me. And that's you only have five days, four when the, our listeners will be listening to this. Do you think you should? Have you reached out to her at all? No. Maybe you should hit her. I up know real she's quick. like on vacation or something right now, so I don't want to bother her. Is she going to be? Is she, she said she wasn't going to be. Fifth, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. She's not my best friend or anything. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but she's putting a huge piece of art on your body permanently. Like maybe I would hit her up, even if she's on vacation. If she's like, you know, and if she hits you back with like, "Hey, I'm on vacation. Don't bother me." Be like, "Oh my I'm, god, I don't want you to." I mean, I don't want someone coming up. With, well, I'm gonna see it before it goes on, obviously. Right, so, so I can just at any point be like, "Yeah, no, mm-hmm. sorry." Okay, all right. I guess you've you've got final say, which is good. Um, so you're oh feeling kind of nervous. Because of that, or just because you always get the jitters before um, Because I haven't seen the design yet. That's a big one. There's mm-hmm. been no communication since we went in for the consult. Um, so I'm really nervous about that. And yeah, this is the biggest piece by a wide margin. What's your second biggest? Um, probably the one that I got with Alan, which is, I don't know, the size of a... Tennis ball, maybe. No, like a slightly larger than like a ping pong ball mm-hmm. um it's really not very big mm-hmm. so and this is gonna I mean, be it's huge yeah this will be a big one um it's like 10 times the size yeah that's true i mean it's taken up a big portion of your upper torso and it's gonna be full color too so it's gonna be at least two sessions is it about your is it about time for you to get another tattoo though did you oh have you God. had the itch you're ready yes. to go yeah i've wanted this this one for a couple of years so mm-hmm. it's fucking time it's past time um let's see how are things going on the graphic novel to t- get catch people they up are going mm. i'm sort of in the the research and sketching phase i should be posting more photos but um it's mostly just like looking into um like architecture and thematic elements like visual motifs and that sort of thing that um i'm doing right now mm. So you've been sketching, been working, been mm-hmm. moving forward, yeah. doing. I know Slowly you've been doing some research. Um, can people expect to see more art on your website soon? Oh, website, yeah, yeah. So I'll you'll, post something. You'll get some stuff put up, and I've got, a, got a blog, a blog to do in tonight. the works too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we actually got a comment on our last episode. Um, it's like it's weird. People don't reach out to me on like <laughs> Quill and Film or like post stuff to the iTunes because everybody who listens to this knows me personally. Know, yeah. So I got a message, uh, a Facebook message from my buddy Brandon who said because um, we were talking about um, in two years how we're gonna like live in a trailer or in a dumpster or something. That's like, the truth. Like feeding Trinity dead birds and things like that Ooh. or other dead dogs. 
because we, we're all going to be cannibals in two years. Why do we have a taboo about eating animals that we've domesticated? Oh, boy. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we eat at walk and roll, so we're probably eating lots of cat I'm and dog. fine with that. So am I. And also, walk and roll, if anybody who works there happens to hear this episode, we fucking love your food so much. If it's cat, don't change a goddamn thing. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, Brandon, no, Brandon messaged me and said, in two years, uh, have you thought about doing the, sm- or doing the small house idea? And then he posted a bunch of uh, house plans, small house plans, um, so that I could peruse them. But uh, we have... So in answer... Actually, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. So yes, in answer... Yes. We yes, have. We that's have. that's always sort of been our goal. My actually, you are. Yeah. <laughs> when we started, I, I okay. I've always been in love with Victorian houses. I love every Victorian I've ever been in. It's just amazing. I just I like the idea of like a big old brick, two story, three story like. I basically want an old Vincent Price haunted house. I want to live somewhere like that, but they're huge. They're so fucking big. It's there's no reason that you two people should ever live in a house that big. So bird, I basically just don't want to clean that. Birds, still, <laughs> well, we wouldn't. We'd let the cobwebs grow, and Ew. then I could like we could put skulls out. It would. Are be you great kidding? You hate spiders. From all of our meals. You would be pissing your pants constantly. Well, no, cobweb spiders are not like super deadly poisonous, and they also don't poop in your mouth while you sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have an irrational fear of spiders. I really do. Um, but I like cobwebs. I'm pretty sure the black widow spooky. spiders are web spinners. Oh my god! We need to get rid of every cobweb in this house immediately. Oh, um, it's good because I, I just saw one. Any. No, I don't think there are any. Right? Uh, there, yeah, don't there tell one. me if there are. Uh, anywho, <laughs> I love you. Let's talk about our um, bird. Turned me around on this idea of the quaint small cabin. We're not talking like tiny we're not talking like 250 square feet which is the apartment that we live in right it's now basically actually you know what i wanted to measure this i might measure this tonight oh don't do that do art instead um it'll take me like i don't know less than a half hour all right whatever this minutes. apartment's about 250 right um, approximately i would guess it's roughly 400 400 Okay, John and Casey's apartment damn is two, small. 250, 200, 120. Wow, that's really small. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have oh. no idea. I have no idea where they, what they live in. I just always assumed it was like a drawer. They live in like a <laughs> 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 um, All right, so our apartment's about 400, you'd say? That's my guess. The other, the last small apartment we lived in was the Park 550. Most five, and okay. this is definitely smaller than And that. we're talking... I mean, roughly. When we're talking about living in the... Um, um, the, the cabin we or the house that we would like to build is our dream, dream house. house. Give it, give it the capitals. It is literally capital dream capital home. Um, so it's an the a- aviary. The aviary. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've I've called basically everywhere we live the aviary because it's where Bird lives. Um, so our dream home is an A-frame. And well, uh, and again, again, totally Bird's thing because I fucking hated A-frames. I thought they were the trashiest, shittiest houses Aww. in the world. But she's turned me around on it because I now kind of think that they're, um, well, for starters, an A-frame is super, is uh, cons- compared to a normal house, definitely cheaper to build. Um, I feel is like, it? yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. And I feel like they're, uh, I, I kind of do like them. I think that they're cute. I don't know. I just love their silhouette, for mm. lack of a better term. 
A lot of the A-frames that you like unique. have like full walls of glass, though, and I don't think we can afford anything like that. She's hey man, very modern. Dream home. Bird is very modern. Um, yeah, I'm a modernist. I'll admit it. You totally. I are. got no problems with it. So we're looking at what, like a thousand square feet? To, um, to two thousand. To no. Fifteen hundred. max. Like fifteen hundred is the cap. one thousand. 1,250 is like kind of where I want to Okay, so the idea is uh, we're going to do a 1,000 to 1,500 square foot A-frame. Like simple floor layout, not a whole ton of walls. We want lots of open, 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 open. Floor plan. Um, And we want to do a half second floor, right? Like sort of a loft. Yeah, like a loft loft style. Loft style second floor. And with bedroom bottom floor or bedroom top floor? Top floor. Bedroom on the top floor? Okay. Mm-hmm. Because secretly, when you said loft, the first thing that pops into my head is the Johnny Depp film secret window. So I would love to have like a little mini office upstairs, even though I know I'm going to... You can do that. Okay, cool. As long as we can work <laughs> that in there. Uh, fireplace or stove? Yes. Uh, I think stove. Iron stove? Rod iron, black wrought iron stove to kind of pump heat in and yeah. sit Wait, around Well, you can't drink, really... I mean, I suppose you could. Drink but... cognac snifters. Oh my god. Um and okay, where are we gonna put this thing? Middle of fucking nowhere. So Maine. Well, yes. <laughs> um I did want to ask you about that. That was yeah. one thing I didn't actually write it down, but state wise, like uh-huh. geographically in the United States, is that where you wanna is this the state you would like to build our house in? Like northern <sighs> northern Maine. My personal dream home. Personal dream I home. I don't know if it would be in Maine. Where would it be? Where would it be if you had your druthers? Um, Probably out west Colorado. somewhere. No, maybe more like, I don't know, Arizona Deserts. or California. Oh, I would never. I couldn't. <laughs> uh, I would. Comp- I know. You would hate it. I would love it. Uh, maybe we, we just need to. It's not even the heat. It's the scorpions and the tarantulas and the insects that can, that'll kill you. A bunch of times and sting your. The scorpions were also in that video. Sting the tip of your penis with the. What what video? That oh, I'll fucking post it to your wall. I don't remember where I saw it on Facebook somewhere. Mm. Deadliest like top ten deadliest animals. Again, reasons not to move to Arizona. What do you think about um like Pacific Midwest? It's not quite California, but like Oregon, but not shitty hipster Oregon. No. All right, what about like <laughs> got to be somewhere like dry and warm. Uh Because I'm secretly a lizard person. <laughs> um would you ever consider living in like um we've talked about this before, but would you ever consider living home, not like second home or summer home, would you ever mm-hmm. consider living overseas? Yes. Scotland, Ireland, England. Oh, uh, maybe. So your first choice would be like Iraq, somewhere warm no, and Afghanistan. I'm maybe more Syria. like semi-tropical so you like uh like argentina sure a lot of child rape happens in argentina well we're good then i don't understand what you mean by that we're not children we're not having i thought you were meant like great we can rape children while we're down there i was like (laughs) more controversial (laughs) concepts and ideas from bird oh god (laughs) she's into cannibalism she likes fucking corpses and children are fair game oh my god um no yeah i've i've actually kind of considered argentina as well um not like as a permanent place to live but as like maybe a place for like a summer home or second home or like of course i'm this is all this is all predicated in the idea that we're gonna be fabulous really really 
terrible. Um, William S. Burroughs lived in Argentina for a long time. Oh, great, long great. Yeah. Uh, you can shoot your wife in the face great. down there and get away with it. Which, Argentina, here we come in children. Anyway. No, but all joking aside, <clears throat> I, I think I think like Argentina is not a bad idea. Um, not a bad place. But some are tropical, some are warm. Yeah. I was thinking more um, kind of Asian slash Pacific Islandy. Mm. See, but, I'm always, I'm always that's thinking... That's just like if I could go anywhere and live anywhere, that's, See, that's where I would want to be. I always like the idea of like... Uh, like I love the idea of like Scotland, the Isle of Skye. Like lots of like rolling fog and lush, rich green, and I get to wear sweaters. Um, you know what I mean? Like pretty much opposites. We're when I'm. I know, is like the things that I don't like: being cold and being wet. And I'm just like, make me wet and cold, and I'm <laughs> and I'm wet and warm. Um, being, you know, I don't know. So like, but but would you so? I want to be damp and cold. So you no, know, so no to Scotland, no to England, definitely no to Ireland and Wales. So Northern Europe, all of Northern Europe is out. But it's Spain, Spain, I just don't want to live. Morocco, none of these places appeal to me in the slightest. Hmm. Huh. We were sitting here talking about our dream home, and now we're discovering <laughs> that there's nowhere we can be happy uh, together. We already know this, though. Um, that we're not ever happy together. What? No, that we have opposite <laughs> tastes. Um, I, I would make, I guess I'd make that sacrifice for you. I just wouldn't leave the house ever because I don't want to be out in the shitty desert with its shitty fucking insects and its stupid beating sun. <laughs> Why the fuck even bother to have a stove when it's a thousand degrees year round? And a thousand degrees. <laughs> during the this like exactly. sweeping climate change where it's just going to get hotter and hotter. You would love it if it was 150 hey, degrees we're not gonna drown. every day. Drown me in Scotland before you bake <laughs> me in fucking Arizona. That's what I say. I don't know. I, you can't really have a cabin in the woods if there's no woods. We can have a cabin in the cactus and tumbleweeds if you want. Sure. Oh, no. No. I put my foot down as a Christian dominant okay. man. We'll just have to do the Frank Lloyd Wright thing and mm. have our aviary east and our aviary west. Mm, okay, I like that. You can live in the aviary west, and okay. I will hole up in the we'll aviary just east, and we'll Skype each other. Yeah. yeah. Hey, babe, how's it going in the aviary east? I was thinking about coming for a visit, maybe next weekend. Don't bother. I bought a flashlight. How's the aviary? Fine. How's the aviary west? Oh, I'll check out my harem of beautiful people. I'm not shocked in the slightest. <laughs> I hope they all get stung by insects and die. Aww. Love you. Click. <laughs> and that becomes our marriage in five, five years. Um, you would get so much writing done. I would because I would be constantly alone, and I would, I would. Uh, that would be really terrible. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, okay, but, should we um, get back to the dream home? <laughs> I guess. I guess. Are you? I mean, do we have to go live in a desert? I will no, if I have no. to. So we can live northern in, Maine. Northern Maine. Right there are almost no people. Anywhere there's no people and trees and seasons. Yeah, lots of trees. I would I would gladly live. Mm. Yeah, Northern Maine I'm good with. Anyway, I don't know. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like Cabin in the Woods is what I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah, oh yeah. With, I'm thinking with, kind of mountainous. With fall. I like the idea of fall. It's I not like, fall year round. Do I you like know that? fall too much, maybe. But like fall, maybe like 
Yeah, I mean, you got to do winters no matter where you are, so it doesn't matter. We'll just get a snow machine. So long. Yeah, winters are pretty... We'll just get me some sun lamps, and I'll just lay... Under the sun lamps just hang out and by the heat the lamps stove. all the time. Just like radiating heat off the stove. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I put that in my mental checklist for the dream home. What's that? Sun a lamp? heat lamp in the bathroom. Really? Yeah. So when I get out of the shower, I'm Mariah not like, Rosado fuck, has it's cold. A, Mariah Rosado has a heat lamp in her bathroom. Right? It's fucking genius. Let's just moved to Chicago. Into... I would never leave the bathroom. What if we just moved into... <laughs> Put snacks under the door for me. Okay, we'll just move into Mariah Rosado's oh, apartment. great. Okay. All right. I mean, rent's affordable. We'll just have to lose the furry one. No problems there. All right. Oh, um, she's so cute. What else do you got for dream home? Dream home. Yes. Well... The house itself is small, but we're planning on... Hopefully we'll own complex. some land and build a... Com- like a complex. Yeah, I want like... Not a compound, NSA. Uh, we don't want to build a compound. We have no intention of hoarding arms. We want to build a complex. Like, um, I'm giving Max a very pointed stare. Hoarding arms? Mm-hmm. I have... I own two guns. Mm-hmm. Two guns. That is not hoarding arms. Yeah, but there seems to be sort of a family theme. Eventually, I'm going to be hoarding guns, but I'm not doing it right now. Oh, so when like the once you get illness here, kicks in, mid thirties, early forties, right? When I have developed borderline personality okay. disorder, my bipolar disorder flares up, and I become a paranoid schizophrenic. Then yes. Yes, at that time I will start hoarding arms. But, Exciting. But okay. we have many three years before that happens. Three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh. nah, you'd only be 29. Uh, you need a couple, five more years. Five more years, you think? Well, I'm sure, th- I'm my family history of mental illness, I'm sure it's a lot of it starts very I young-ish. think if you weren't showing already, am I showing you're already? okay. I did kind of say, talk positively about cannibalism on accident earlier, without intending to. I meant to argue, I meant to take the side of good. <laughs> I think you're but okay. But I went full Sith Mostly Lord. okay. Um, so, sauna, for starters. Fuck yes. Yeah, so we want a complex, we want like, Roughly 20 acres, maybe more if we can afford it. Wow, 20 acres. I really like that. I was thinking Fuck like yes. five acres, but. What? No, I want like sprawling, expansive land and to be that person who like walks around the property every once in a while and is like, some fucker put up a tree. You just made a gun hand. You intend to be hoarding guns in three to five years with me. We were meant to shoot that guy. Put a tree stand on our land. We were meant to be shoot together. Shoot him right in his butt. And Chris Kylum. Yes. Cold blooded murder. <laughs> Just... um, <laughs> um, yeah. So okay, I'm I'm totally down with cool. twenty acres. Uh, okay. Real talk. Would you be willing to live on twenty acres in a trailer while we saved money to build the house? Buy the land first, live in kind of a shitty trailer for a period of time while we saved money to build I want to be famous before all this happens. <laughs> so that we can just do it all at once. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, but, but for real but yes, though, like yes. realistically, would you do that? Yeah. I mean, it's it's got, it would probably be no different yeah. than we're in That's the situation true. we're living in right um, now. Probably more room. And I actually don't have a problem with an outhouse, so yeah. We're you really good. don't have a problem with an outhouse? I don't. Yeah. Do you? What about no running water? That'd suck. So we'd have to build a sauna to bathe. So as long as we oh, dang. Have, as long as we always have a sauna, I have no problems at all. Um, 
<laughs> All right. So okay. So in the complex house, sauna, sauna, sauna. house and sauna. Sure. Studio for me. For you. How big is your studio? Do you imagine? Compared to our house where we're living right now, our apartment where um, we're living right now. I would say, I don't know, the size of our kitchen. Oh, like, so relatively kind of like, small. Yeah, like this area, I just would need room for like a closet um, or shelving space for storing things, mm. a table for art, table for my computer, um, and a sink. So you know? does it have, is that its own bathroom, I'm assuming? Mm-mm. No. Outhouse mm. nearby? Um, I'm sure it would be within walking distance of the house. I just oh, want okay. a sink so okay. I can like wash, wash my brushes. hands, so it wash has, brushes, So it whatever. has running water. It has electricity and heat? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Basically like another little house. It could have like, um, like a fireplace in there instead of like heat, mm. um, like electric heat or something like that. Like yeah. a wood stove. Yeah. Okay. For oh, I like instead. that. I like that. Um. Ooh, that influences maybe my idea of my... I've always... Okay, Neil Gaiman has a writing gazebo. And my God, it's so fucking cool. So that's always been one of my goals. Like, write well enough, write long enough, submit enough stuff and get enough His stuff writing accepted. gazebo is not like I imagine a gazebo, though. I think it's sort of more like a studio. I think it's like a window, like mm-hmm. actual small building. Right. Like a teeny tiny little house. Okay. That he calls a gazebo. It's pretty Because a gazebo small. to me is like open to the air. No, he has glass because he, right. he writes there right. in the winter too. <clears throat> right. um, but yeah, so that's kind of like one, one Ben always been one of my goals is I've always wanted to have like a writing, a writing mm-hmm. gazebo. Like, because that to me, seeing that space, that's like the ultimate writer's space. It's just nothing but glass and views of the woods all the way around. And, you know, he's got one desk, one bookshelf. I don't think there's power out there. I think mm-hmm. it's just a structure where I want fucking right. solar panels on everything. Solar now. panels on everything. So we're fucking building our own electricity. Basically. Okay. I mean, making, saving? Collecting? Generating. Generating? Generating our own electricity. Well, the sun is generating our electricity, I guess. Anyway, yeah. So we've got a gazebo. We've got uh, my, writing, my little writing gazebo with a wood stove. We've got the sauna we've got the studio we've got the house and we haven't yet got to the garden garden and shed and bees bees. garden and shed and bees some fruit trees i'd like a garage i've never okay that would be nice i've never been able to work on a car not in like a driveway or a parking lot or like a i just want to work on a car in a garage because if i'm going to be keeping our (laughs) i just want to work on a car not in the rain that's (laughs) <laughs> just, okay sounds good <laughs> all right so m- um, maybe we could do that <clears throat> so are, are those all of the like buildings that we want uh indoor swimming pool we didn't get to that one. Oh, <laughs> right <laughs> um, um wine cellar distillery no none of those are real yeah those original i think five or whatever were the were the, the dream mm. home. how do you think so like any little extra things that would make it perfect in your opinion uh yeah uh, yeah little elements yeah a mm-hmm. place where i can play my play music i'm um, like a music room like in the basement or something are we gonna have a basement i wasn't really planning on it yeah neither was i but um like a place where i can pl- actually play music would be really big no power i don't want power out there um 
But like seriously, that I mean, maybe we could run power out there. Who knows? But and but it's not going to be. I don't want it to be like temperature. How are you going to run your computer out there? I'm just battery power. I bet your battery lasts like six hours on oh. a MacBook, and the new ones last even longer. So, and I only write for about thirty solar seconds panels. at a time. Yeah, I could solar panel it, but I, I mean, don't know. those fucking roof tiles that Elon Musk just unveiled. Yeah, those are pretty sweet. You're set. Again, though, like, I think me and Mike talked about this in a podcast that I never released because we were so fucking high when we recorded it that it's literally just nonsense for two <laughs> hours. It's fun to listen to, but it just, there's no through thread. It's not good. It's not good listening. You had to be there. But one of the things we talked about was that um, the, the, the civil engineers came up with the plan to totally take the United States completely make it completely independent of oil by basically turning all of our roads into solar panels. Oh, I've seen that. It's awesome, but big oil will never let us do it. Right, exactly. So like if these people came up with a pl- uh, these two like really smart civil engineers basically came up with this plan where <clears throat> you could make all of our roads into not only and they're not just solar mm-hmm. panels, but you basically turn all of the roads into solar panels. Right. Like really sturdy solar they're panels. They're like tempered glass or something yeah so you can drive like semis on them and shit mm-hmm. and no problem but they're constantly absorbing sun sunlight all the way across the states and it generates there by their and they also act as um mm. phone lines and that sort of it thing is, as yep, well. it's also telecommunication lines phone lines um you don't need so all of the power lines and stuff all of the telephone poles gone gone America gets its view back again. We're not staring at like miles of cable everywhere we go. Like we could, it, and since it's all clean energy, we're reversing pollution and we can maybe get some of our trees back and get like our, our world is reborn. And the most, like the most horrible thing about it is the big thing. Cause they, they calculated the cost and everyone points to the cost. They're like, Oh, that's absurd. That's absurd. That's way too high. That cost is so high. But if you funnel the... How quickly would it pay for itself, though? Well, no, if you funnel the amount of money we're spending into things like the Dakota Access Pipeline, for example. But if you take the the amount of money we're spending on maintaining our dependence on... No, I'm saying our dependence on oil. Oh. And just funnel it over into this project, you basically have paid for it. And also, yes, reduced military spending. But again, now we're moving into uh, soapbox battles territory. Sorry. No, it's all good. But yeah, so I'm I'm totally in in for uh for lots of solar panels in our dream home. Which I want to be as self reliant as possible. I well, want to be as off the grid as possible. Well, yeah, but you see those videos, those like news stories of people who are off the grid who like get kicked out of their homes because they're off the grid because the government doesn't like you being. Again, though, we're in soapbox battles territory. Blow me is my response to that. To to me or to the people who don't want you to be off the grid. Little column A, little column B. When did you grow dick? <laughs> also, I'm only just now. I'm only into you if you're dead. Oh, because I've never man. Never everything's f- been a lie. <laughs> I've never fiddled with a dead body before, and you know me, Mister Life Experience mm-hmm. over here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna point to that moment in this podcast five years from now when all the mental illnesses kick in and I murder you horribly. They're gonna be like, mm, and then you. Someone, are found with my body in our dream home if only and someone you've got me in a attention. root cellar somewhere <laughs> keep I'm, me fresh i'm curing you Ooh! <laughs> i wish you could see you birds. drive out to the grocery store every couple of days to buy like bags of salt gallons of lube oh my god <laughs> just jugs of it <laughs> okay you're way more happy about this than I. <laughs> 
So, hey, man, I don't have a problem with necrophilia. I'm going to go ahead and say that you're safe, probably, because I feel like I'm going to vomit into this pint glass in front Ew, of me. Please don't. I'm not going to. All okay. right. Well, hang on. Yep. Two things in my dream home, besides everything we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. I really want what I would call a family. Sex dungeon. Well, yes. Nope, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I went over you there. I, the listener didn't hear what you said because I spoke loudly. What were you going to say? Quote unquote family plot. You want a cemetery? I want to have a little cemetery already on the land that we're going to buy. It's so fucking common on the East Coast, and I just think it would be so nice. This is something I really enjoy. All right, I would like I to. I just want to be a little groundskeeper for our own little personal cemetery that's got like, I don't know, 8 to 12 graves. I would like to point out that this was the episode where we established that you have no issues with cannibalism or necrophilia. But I don't want to do either of them. ending the episode by saying that your dream home but it has, has to be a small cemetery I know, I know. on the land. But it has to be antique. An artisanal cemetery. You yes. want a yes. you want a small batch. <laughs> you want a handcrafted small batch artisanal cemetery yes. on your land. Yes. You're not wearing nearly enough check pattern flannel. Your boots you're not even wearing shoes. So actually that's a good movement forward because you know shoes are just the worst fucking thing that ever happened to human feet and you know what your mustache doesn't have enough wax in it for the statement you just made you hipster also where's your slouch beanie also where's your dead person's thing bought at a house clearance i don't know that much shut up i don't know that much about hipsters you'd love it Having a cemetery online? Yes, I would. I would you go would. right near it. All Little the time. wrought iron gate and everything. And you could walk through and yeah. talk to the family, make sure everybody was doing okay. Nope, pull up all the weeds. I don't think I would talk to. You know what I would do is I would go and do like witchcraft out there all the time. Good. We could have little seances. Not and Make friends with them. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. This has been a very spooky episode of Chapman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I just would think that would be like the best thing ever. You said there were two things. That was the first. Mm-hmm. What was the second? A body of water. Body of water. A pond, a lake. Um, would you be okay with man-made pond? My neighbors in yeah. my neighbors in Hubble had a man-made pond out behind Maybe. the house, which was kind of uh, nice. It was like a, frog a pond. river or a creek, something like that. Okay. Like some sort of, I don't know. Just like when I picture dream home in mm. my head, it has all those things. Okay. I feel like we could find a plot of land with a cemetery on it. I feel like we could on the East Coast. It's probably not wrong. It's so common. The I mean, I think it's in our, you know, the state. What's the state flower here? The state. Uh, pine cone. Okay, state. The state flower is a pine cone. It's a fucking fruit. That's Maine for you, right there. It's a. It's a fucking okay. We have to Google it now. What is our our state uh, our state tree? It's a chickadee is the, is the state bird. Mm-hmm. I know that and because state, and it's state animals and moose, <laughs> <laughs> which makes total sense. Because the first animal we saw when we crossed into the state, we saw two of them That's as big true. as our fucking I car. Shit, my pants. Jesus. And um, then the, the state pastime is dying. That's true. <laughs> Main state. That was the first thing. That was the first joke I think I made. When we moved here, as we passed so many cemeteries. white pine cone, I was right. Eat me. 
See, eat me makes more sense than blow me. I would like to point blow out. Blow me <laughs> with my. What's your opinion on hermaphrodites, bird? Let's talk about. I vote yes on proposal hermaphrodites. Controversial bird Peterson statement number 25 of this episode. Um, no, I am right, though. National pastime. I can see it right there. Dying. Yep. Uh, right under main state animal. Which is the moose. <laughs> Oh, oh, hang on. Oh, dude, this is cool. Okay, uh, state yeah, animal yeah. moose, state okay. berry blueberry, mm. state beverage. Beer? Moxie. Moxie. Oh, my <laughs> God. That poison. Uh, no, Moxie's really good. It's fu- It's like bitter Coca-Cola with, like, mint. Oh, it's, it's like bitter Coca-Cola with like, a, disgusting. with, like, a cough syrup mint Don't undertone. listen to him. It's horrible. It is so good. It's so gross. It's, it's the worst. Delicious. Don't even think about it. It's amazing. I would make floats out of that and the cheapest rum I could buy. <gasps> <laughs> or tequila. Oh, no, Moxie would probably taste gross God. with tequila, ice cream, and pepper. Mm. It's, it is not amazing. I, you know what? I drank a 12er of it, and I'd, I'd drink another 12 oh. It's pretty tasty. The, the state, state beverage is moxie. Point to that. Right here. Boop. Oh my god, it is actually State moxie. beverage moxie. That's state bird chickadee. Crazy. State cat. What? Is that a thing now? The Maine coon cat. Well, it is a bit of a racist state. state dessert. Totally these, I didn't know these What's things the were dessert? things. A blueberry pie. I made a blueberry You're in drop right cobbler right before we state, came here. Sir. All right. Isn't that your favorite pie? A blueberry pie? I um, thought that was number one. Yeah, blueberry is probably my favorite pie. Probably, And you know, honestly, if I'm totally honest... Honestly, if I'm totally honest, man, these beers. State treat, whoopie pie. Is because of, um... State insect. Wait, put a pin in that real quick. The whoopie pie. Um, But my favorite pie is blueberry because of Pulp Fiction. They want to go out and get blueberry pancakes, and she's going to have a blueberry pie for dessert to keep the thing (coughs) going. Okay, right across the street at Hogland's, they have, I think it's called the Mega Whoopie Pie. It's $22.50. What? It is a whoopie pie. That I'm not fucking joking. You folks at home can't see it. It's about the size of like a medium pizza. And it's no lie. I'll bet you if I picked it up, it would weigh minimum three to five pounds. It's, it's the, it's the thickness of a, of like half a human head. I'm not joking. I saw this thing in their cooler today. It was just insane. So like four inches, five inches thick. Yeah. Four or five inches thick. And it's as big around as like maybe a basketball hoop or like a medium Domino's pizza. Okay. It is now a life goal of mine to eat all of that in one day. It's like, yeah, it's, Oh my God. It blew my mind. And I was like, cause I looked down in the cooler and I saw 2240 and I was like, what the hell? This is the dessert cooler. And it's called like a mega whoopie pie or like an ex- uh, super whoopie pie or something like that. It's fucking huge. I didn't even know that that was a thing the before I moved out here. Yeah. Yeah, we ate some when we first got here. I wasn't going was away. Bit too much sugar for me, which is a weird statement for me to make. All right. You got anything else? I got nothing. I'm I'm just I'm ready for dinner. I'm ready for dinner too. We're having bangers whoop, whoop. and mash. Yes. Nothing like a great banger in the mouth, especially <laughs> if she's dead. Anyway, uh, that, ladies mm. and gentlemen, mm. I'll leave you on that has been Chatman and Robin for this week. I'm Max Peterson. And I'm Bird. Holy podcast jam in.
Why do you fucking jump?